latest from Scotston. This is Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors' official podcast. Hello and welcome back to Warriors Weekly. My name's Jeremy Bowen and I'm with Adam Ash and Ruri Jackson this week. How are you guys? Good, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for yep. having us. Doing well, thanks. Tuning good today? Bit wet, again. Uh, <laughs> no, it's alright. Uh, we had one of our kind of earlier days, so we started this morning gym session at quarter past seven, was it? Yeah. Um, we are in there for an hour and then we had some breakfast and then a quick meeting out onto the field. Um, we split forwards and backs units and then we came together for a team session and we were finished for about 12, 12 o'clock, so yeah, ideal. There was a bit of a game going on, a lot of headering, what was that all about? Looked <laughs> oh, fun, doesn't it? <laughs> it gets very serious, so yeah, so we're splitting four clans and we always have like every week we sort of start the session by just getting the energy up and just doing sort of different type, type games and it was sort of a mix of handball but then you had to, the only way you could score is by headering the ball. And my clan got absolute Judas by uh, JD, so um, I'll be having oh words. So what? Uh, which clan won? I don't no. even know. It McDowell, Stafford, McDowell. McDowell. Stafford scored. Ended up going to uh, extra time, and they do. They bas- you basically have like a corner, and you get somebody to throw the ball in, and then it's a there's a keeper and a goal, and then a player has to try and head the ball into the goal, and basically whoever scores wins wins the match and most of the games end up coming to a draw because we don't score that many goals to be honest with you so <laughs> um, no as to some of the refereeing's a bit who's refereeing suspect um, John DL was refereeing one game absolutely and then to was equally one. as bad I lost my head at him last week as well yeah so a bit of work to be done there for those boys well there was a lot of noise it sounded like a lot of fun anyway <laughs> it was a good crack um, how was Super 6 this week Ashley it was good um, well no, it was all right. I enjoyed the game. We we started well, played for Sterling. We had a good first half. I think we were up like three tries to one in the first half and then we kind of threw the game away in the second half and then Watsonians ended up coming back to beat us. I think the final score was 32 points to 22. So unfortunate that it finished that way, but it was good. Uh, good to get a hit out and get a bit of rugby in the legs. Um, couple, always, of try, couple of tries as well? A couple of tries, easy easy tries. I mean, I didn't do much for them, to be honest. One was humble, a, very humble. a driving mall, which was uh, I just managed to snatch the ball at the back. And then the other one was a, a pushover try from five metres out, which Adam Nicholl just dominated Take his opposition. That. And it was literally the ball was just trodling forward and I just picked up and dotted over the line. So it was good fun. Uh, yeah, I've been enjoying getting a couple of hit outs in the Super 6. It's been, been good fun. Um, so, yeah. Oh, good. Have you seen any of the other games? Air did well again? Yeah, we've been doing a little thing when we come back in on Mondays where the analysts sort of cut a few clips from the, the games, the Super 6 games on the weekend. And if there's any guys that have been playing from here, they'll put a few clips up and show it to the rest of the guys. And that's really all we've seen, <laughs> to be honest. But it's, uh, there's some good clips in there, like Stafford McDill, he scored a good charge down kick when he was playing for air on yep. the weekend, which was great. Um, Rosa was some good value the other week yes <laughs> well he was playing for air and we all know what Rory can be like he's quite in your face type character and I think he scored a couple of tries and he was uh, barking at the opposition after it celebrating and so I think he just sing- yeah, singled out Johnny Matthews at one point <laughs> and came up and gave him a little hug so he looked like he was having a good time um, 
so yeah, it's good. I mean, it's, I think a lot of the guys that are getting released out to the Super Six are enjoying it, and um, I think it'll be valuable for them just to get game time. It certainly has been for me, so yeah, I'm sure it'll be of, of a lot of value to players this season. You've not played yet, Jack. Are you hoping to get a run out at some point? <laughs> what team are you at? Where, where are you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, you Stanley, uh, going down. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I've, I've been uh, just running, running water, um, so I've not been been released yet. So um, yeah, I'm, see, keep keep those cards <laughs> close to my did chest. They, did the old lads get released? What I don't know. They, I think there's maybe an over thirties clause. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. This is Warriors Weekly. <laughs> So guys, looking back at the game on Saturday, it was disappointing in the end. A really good first half, but just sort of fell off in the in the second. Yeah, exactly. Um, the first half where we played really well and, and possibly could have been up by more. Um, thought we controlled the game, looked the more dangerous side. Um, and then second half, they just squeezed the life out of us. They got a lot of good kicking options throughout their back line and, and they pinned us back and we, we failed to sort of get out of uh, our back third as, as accurately as we would have liked and, and with the pressure and the, the size and physicality that they bring they just probably ground down a few tries and frustrating thing was a lot of it was probably our undoing at times so one good thing about that is that we know we can fix it and um, we're certainly not <clears throat> necessarily worried when about the return leg and, and the competition as a whole we, we know we're still in a good, good place going forward if we can get um, a good couple of results against La Rochelle then um, we'll still be right in the mix and, and we'll sort of back ourselves at home against Exeter and, and going away from home against Sale. Um, so certainly not panic stations, just uh, a lot of frustrations and certainly that we'll be looking to put right against a, a strong Leinster side that will be coming over um, on Saturday. This is Warriors Weekly. It was a bit of a strange match for Hoggy on Saturday. How did you think he went? Yeah, he was good. I think um, he would have been desperate to to sort of put his best foot forward for sure and uh, he was certainly up for it so sort of caught up with him on Friday night um, had a wee yarn so I think he was he was nervous but excited um, but yeah he handled himself well and unfortunately we couldn't get quite as much pressure on him as we, we would have liked um, but yeah he's a you know he's a world class player and he, he adds something to that extra side and whether it's his running ability or his kicking he's a hard man to, to defend um, and yeah he, he played well and, and in that second half he, he looked, looked really assured but as you see, a lot of learnings to take away from the game. Looking ahead to Saturday's match against Leinster, which is a, another big one, isn't it? Yeah, the, the big games are just rolling in at the minute, which is great because it keeps you on your toes, keeps everyone into it. And we, we didn't get off to the best start in the Pro 14, so we need to, to close the gap on the top and what better way by beating the team that is at the top. So we um, we certainly know at home we, we're certainly a match for anyone. We want to win all our home games and... And uh, and so yeah, we know it's going to be tough, but there's there's no reason why we can't can't keep climbing that ladder. And the first time we've we've played them, obviously since the the Guinness Pro 14 final last season. So will that be quite strange? Uh, I don't think it's necessarily will be strange. It might add a, add a little bit of spice. We we were disappointed with the way that that ended. Um, we would be, we were desperate to to one win the title, but also do it in our hometown. And and we were bitterly disappointed with the way that ended and. And it was that was a really winnable game, and um, so it was, it was very frustrating. So, yeah, first time that we can exact a bit of revenge on them. Um, but yeah, most important thing is 
league points at the end of the day without sounding too generic it's um that's the important thing so we won't necessarily be looking at that too much it'll just be who, who turns up on the day and we, we want to win those points actually talk about who's who could turn up on the day they've got such a strong squad don't they so it doesn't matter who comes over here we know it'll be a, a really tough game yeah it will be they're, they're a team that have got a lot of depth and from what I understand a lot of the international players have not really been bled back in too much so far so we can probably expect to see a few of those guys back um, but you know regardless of who's playing for Leinster they're they have the ability to win and, and beat teams regardless of which players they've got on the pitch um, so it's going to be a tough game for us and uh, you know it's great to be back here at Scottsdale and um, I think we're looking forward to being back here in front of our home support on Saturday night so hopefully we can uh, get one for, for ourselves and the fans and get things back on track in the league This is Warriors Weekly Let's talk about um, your your Movember efforts. This is obviously not great for a podcast, <laughs> but um, they're, they're they're looking okay. Coming coming along, yeah. happy with them. Jackals is a happy lot better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> but I need to I need to share mine in. I've got a bit too much stubble at the minute, and it'll be it'll be looking good on um, come the weekend. But it's not quite as uh, established a moustache as I've had in the past. Um, I, I do cheat a lot come come these times times of year so it's uh it was, it, was, it was a bit more basic this year but um so i've decided to sacrifice my hair for the cause this year nice what what so what date is the game on friday is it the the 30th the 30th so this is the big finale this, this is, is when we have to get our stubble yeah. shaved and we need to look absolutely i've dyed mine okay. black but i think i'm gonna go to the hair salon tomorrow and get it touched up again <laughs> uh, getting the hair done again tomorrow as well oh, so i am i'm going for it um yeah, I've, like it think, too much. Yeah, I, I've, I don't know. I just think I'm probably going to do it for the next few months until uh, I'm getting married in the summer. So I'm probably not going to be able to do it for then. So yeah. this is my last little <laughs> bit of freedom before the uh, yeah. So how many guys are involved in November? There's quite a lot. Um, I think in the in terms of the November page at the minute, I think there's about ten guys, and we've raised over two grand, Bro, which is yeah. um, which is good and. Obviously, payday this week, so we'll try try and make a bit yeah. of a push. Um, so, where can where can supporters donate? What's the um, so yeah, if you search for either some of the boys that are doing it, so like so uh, myself, Rory Jackson, um, Adam Ash, uh, other uh, Nick Frisby, Carl Stain, all those boys. They're um, they're on the November page, but there's also the Glas Mo Warriors, um, which is the dedicated team page that I set up and uh, you can donate there and it all goes to the same place so have a look and there'll be some more social media activity this week so look out on Instagram Twitter all that there'll be some stuff Is, is Big Swinnell is he on the page? I don't know but he's probably got the best he's got a great tash. he looks like Sergeant Swinson at the moment <laughs> and are you going to keep it after November or this this year or what's, what's going to happen? Uh, yeah I think I probably will yeah yeah, yeah. I've, I've missed Going it to attach. I've missed it yeah <laughs> uh, there's another charity thing going on this weekend do you want to tell us about that yeah so um, one of Paddy Kelly's mates Fergus Crowley um, you look for him on Instagram he's doing a crazy um, run from Loch Lomond all the way to BT Murrayfield and he is running through tw- pretty much 24 hours it's, I think it's about 94 miles he ends up running um, and yeah, so he's he's doing it. So it's it's he's doing it for November charity, but also uh, suicide awareness as well. Um, so it's a great great couple of causes, and it's 
a big, big old challenge, so fair play to him. So yeah. if uh, people can look out for that and get behind him, I think he's going to be around Scottsdale on Friday evening around the 7 o'clock Mark. Pop in on the way, so um, so you can pop in for a wee chat. Um, come see him, support him, give him some cut encouragement. There'll be a few of the boys down as well. Um, so please, if you are available, come down. If not, then please donate. Whether it's a pound, uh, ten pounds, fifty pounds, however much, little doesn't really matter. Um, but there's some some great work going out there for some great charities. So and big up, Fergus. BT Moneyfield on Saturday morning. Saturday right? morning at 10 a.m. Great um, effort. If all goes to plan. This is Warriors Weekly. Jack, do you want to talk about? Um, you had a slightly extended preseason. <laughs> this year. Do you want to talk about just what you what you got up to? <laughs> yeah. So um, I'd sort of brass necked it a bit this year and pulled pulled the old old man card and um asked for an extended holiday um so did you do that when you negotiated your contract is that right yeah because so we were all wondering what the hell was going on <laughs> where is he how has he <laughs> managed to get an extra six weeks off and you're in here um so yeah so yeah pretty much I mean, it was on paid leave um so my contract didn't start until later but um but yeah i just discussed with my my missus um that we for a while that we'd wanted to do a bit of traveling like extended travel um before trying to sort of set up for a family and things like that so our last sort of chance of freedom um so spoke to the likes of Renz and nathan and they were really understanding with it and managed to get sort of yeah three months off in the in the off season so we popped off to southeast asia um traveled through vietnam cambodia couple other little stop-offs as well. Um, caught with some friends and just, yeah, did some, some really cool travels. And it was, it was awesome. Came back nice and refreshed and, and raring to go again. And uh, it was a tough couple of weeks breaking back in. But, um, yeah, loved, loved my time and uh, but enjoying being back as well. And what was the agreement with the coaching staff? Did you, did you have to do like gym sessions or fitness sessions? And um, did you get any of that done out there? I think I was, I was given stipulations to come back in reasonable shape. Um, you managed to do that, didn't you? I, I did. So I think um, obviously we do this Bronco test um, as our main sort of fitness test. And um, like some of the times are getting ridiculous to be fair. So I'm not, not going in for any um, titles, but I think they were just like, just please run under five minutes. <laughs> and I, I did it fairly comfortably. So, um, so yeah, so thankfully that was good. But um, yeah, my, I did it last couple of weeks. I did a couple of sessions to make sure it wasn't um, coming in uh, stone cold, but it was, um, I think just the volume of training coming back. is always tough to, tough to get back into and you're tired and, after gallivanting away for three months, it was uh, a, a, a shock to the system. Was it good mentally to have that kind of break, a sort of longer period off? Yeah, massively. I think that was the, the biggest thing for me was just uh, a full-on mental switch down from rugby. I mean, this is me now into my 14th season, um, including including a couple of years in the academy. So it's been a long time, and uh, there's a lot of sacrifices that come with it, and especially partners, um, they uh, they get messed around with holidays, time to do things and things like that. So it was nice to reward Kirsten with um, a nice sort of extended holiday and treat. And can't sort of speak high enough of how good it was. Just sort of being able to wake up and know that you've still got like a good good few weeks left of a holiday. You're just like, oh, it's mm. just it can you get a proper mental refresh. You come back and bit of sunshine, <laughs> bit a lot of sunshine, <laughs> a couple of torrential rainstorms as well. But um, 
but yeah, that was all good. But yeah, it was it was amazing. Two two great countries as well. Vietnam, Cambodia, awesome. Um, definitely recommend going there if you can. And do you reckon that the extended holiday gave you a little bit of a taste for life after rugby? Um, obviously, with your your gin business and whatnot, you could be living a similar lifestyle. Who knows? Yeah, so <laughs> tell, us a, tell us a bit about your, your gin company. I don't, don't know if it'll be as sunny as that. <laughs> <laughs> Making gin all year round in in Scotland, but um, no, it was it was good. Like um, it's it's been great having the gin gin business on the side of things at the minute, and and hopefully I'll I will keep playing for a bit longer. I'm not ready to to hang up the boots yet, but um, I think I absolutely love sort of spending time away from the rugby doing putting time and effort into into your own business is is really rewarding and um and it's you and ryan grant is all right yeah so me and granty so we set it up a couple of years ago um just drunkenly chatting away about what we could do the next and decided to to set up a gin, a gin so company sit, sitting there drinking gin um, <laughs> thought, oh yeah and um yeah we like we literally just did it as a hobby just to see what would happen and we had no plans of of anything really and it was just we literally made 150 bottles and we were like, oh, we'll see if we can sell it in the West End and sold out. And then so we decided to up the quantities and then snowballed from there and, and things are going really well. And now Ryan and, and his wife, Maxine, are, are sort of leading the, the push to keep growing it. Um, myself and Kirsten, um, we sort of come in as when we can because uh, she's still a full-time landscape architect. So, But she she does um, a lot of our branding and, and brings um, a lot of the creative side of things to life. And and I just try and get out and about and pop into bars uh, as frequently as possible, not to drink, but just to see <laughs> just to see how how sales are going. And where is the business at the moment, and where are you hoping to get to? So so we're really lucky. Like we've um, like one of the great things with rugby, if, and this is what I sort of try and pass down to to younger guys. And and growing up, it's so much so many good quality networks um, and opportunities that if you can just get out and speak to people, doors will open for you. So I think Ryan and I have been relatively lucky that we've probably got ahead quicker than we would have if, if we'd just been sort of um, a couple of guys that had just decided as youngsters starting a gin company. But so we've we've managed to, we're mainly based in the UK, um, Scotland mainly, um, Glasgow, Edinburgh, Central Belt, but we, we deal with um, another company who are doing our export. So we're in multiple countries worldwide, as far as New Zealand, Japan, a couple of places in Malaysia, um, a fair few places in Europe. So hopefully Brexit doesn't screw that up. Um, but yeah, so so things are going well on that side of things. And um, it's a bit crazy to think that, yeah, you could pop in somewhere in Hong Kong and you'd see see a bottle of garden shed. And, um, and that's one of the best things. You're seeing, seeing something that you've created and you sort of it's out there and people enjoying it and chatting to consumers. I love that side of it, just engaging with people. And uh, it's it's really fun and, and really satisfying. Do you try other gins just to you know <laughs> compare to, <laughs> to, to spit them out? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we do like you like certainly when we were um, making the recipe for the the original gin, um, we did a fair bit of trial, see what gins we liked, what styles we liked, um, things like that. And um, gin's not my first choice of drink, but. Um, I'm more of a whiskey sort of um, drinker, but I um, I certainly appreciate gins in a different different way now, and and it's I would have never done it before, but I, most gins now I'll try neat um, and things like that, and and see try and get the flavour, see if I like it, 
Um, then you can play about with it with different tonics or sodas or cocktails or anything. And it's, um, yeah, it sort of changes your sort of dynamic and you're almost constantly judging and seeing, seeing what's on the front shelf, why it's on the front shelf and, and see, see all these things. So it's sometimes when you're out and about and you're meant to be relaxing, it's sort of like you've got your sort of slight um, rivals eye on. And I think the competitive spirit from being a rugby player and being in that environment for so long, it's sort of, <laughs> you're always trying to find an advantage and, and see how you can sort of j- jump ahead of the other, t- other people. I'll definitely vouch for Jacko and Ryan's gin because... I was going to ask if you... <laughs> we, um, obviously talking about networking side of things, um, my brother's partner, their, her family owns like, I don't know, five or six wine shops kind of scattered around Scotland. And they all, they, the Garden Shed Gin is in their shops they always do their kind of gin tasting nights and apparently the feedback I'm hearing is that the Garden Shed gin always wins. It's always the favourite when it comes to the gin tasting very nights. Good. So yeah. give it a go, folks. Go. It's a very good shop. LA Cellar, but there are other where, good shops. Where, where, else, where else can... <laughs> Many a shop. Many a shop. Where can supporters get it? Where, which bars have it? Is it where's the best place to go? So in, Gla- in Glasgow, there's quite a few shops. So there's like the Good Spirits Company, um, Pop Wines in Heinland, um, uh, Valhalla's Goat and then there's there's also numerous bars in, in Finiston and town um, and then also online you can you can look for it so if you go on go on our website uh, Garden Shed Drinks Co uh, then you can you can find and it'll give us a list and then there's other online retailers like Masters and Malt Craft 56 um, Huffman's and things like that so there's there's various ways you can get it a perfect Christmas present it is and there's actually a new new gin soon to come out just in time for Ooh. Christmas oh um, is that an exclusive a uh, nice little a nice little flavoured number for the, for the people uh, with the sweeter sweeter tooth um, really nice and it'll be great great sort of Christmas drink as well so, so is that the second gin this is the second so we've we released a, a limited edition one where we aged it in barrels but that's sort of all gone now and um, this will be our second sort of main gin um, so yeah so excited to see how that goes well good luck with that good luck with the rugby thank you guys will we wrap it up yep thanks for joining us this week Ruri yeah thank you for having me I'll speak to you soon no doubt thanks Ashley thank you this is Warriors Weekly Tickets for Saturday's Guinness Pro 14 match against Leinster at Scotland are almost sold out. So head to glasgowarriors.org and secure your tickets before they've all gone. That's all for this week. Thanks for joining us on Warriors Weekly. We'll be back next Tuesday at 5 with more chat from Scotland. Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast.